Welcome to the Right Fight Podcast. I'm Kenny Vaughn. I'm here with my wife, Tammy. Hello. And we're talking about how to live a loving life. And we're going to jump right into today's episode. I think it's one of the most important ones we've done. And But at the same time, it's going to be hard for me to communicate what I'm trying to say. I don't, I don't think that the, that the truth is hard to understand. I think I just have a hard time communicating what this truth is. But we're going to give it our best shot. And I, I think... I think I think it's so important because it's 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 decisions we make every day and and things that we do that impact not just our lives but the lives of the people around us and we we make decisions based on what we believe is the truth and and we we do that based on our perspective and that's that's what we're talking about today we're going to talk about perspectives I interrupt myself here quickly when I say perspectives I'm just meaning the angle at which we look at what we believe is the truth. So we have one perspective, one angle, one one place where we live from our from our life, from our experience, from where we're standing. This is what it looks like to us. The reason it's so important to have different perspectives is because we make our decisions based on what we believe is the truth from where we stand. And it's not that there are different truths. Okay, I want to make sure this is clear. I don't need your perspective so that I can know if there's that that what your truth is compared to my truth. That's that is not what I'm talking about. There's no such thing as your truth and my truth. There's only the truth, and the, and the truth. The best way I know how to describe it, the truth is like a bright shining star. So all I mean by that is, from any angle you look at a bright shining star, it's a bright shining star. From any angle, from any perspective, if what you're looking at, what you believe that is going to lead you to make a certain decision, from any angle, if that is really the truth, it's going to look the same, exactly the same. It, 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 it illuminates, it shines the same light in every direction, okay? The problem with not having your perspective is that, or another perspective, being close to other perspectives, is that from my perspective, a flashlight could look exactly like a star. So if, if I'm on the light side of a flashlight, I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm convinced it's just, it's a star. It shines exactly like a star. It looks like a star. It is a star. And so I, I make decisions based on what I believe right there when the truth may be that completely different. And if, if I'd have asked for your perspective, or if I'd have been a willing to leave my place, my spot, to love my neighbor as myself, this is what God's word means when it says love your neighbor as yourself. It doesn't mean love yourself. It means get out of your perspective, get out of your shoes and put yourself in their shoes. And so if I'm willing to get out of my shoes, put myself in your shoes and get on the other side of the flashlight, the second I get over there, you don't have to tell me it's not a star anymore. I can see it's a flashlight. Like, I know I have to make a different decision now. So, so perspect, getting different perspectives and trying to see something from as many perspectives as possible will help you make decisions that will bless your life and bless the people around you. And it makes it easy to do. The hard part is, is making yourself not be lazy not be afraid or ruled by your fear. You have to be willing to get up and ask and seek and look from different directions before you make that decision. But the easy part is the decision making once you have the full perspective. Because, and, and here's the beautiful thing if it's really a star, 
if it's really the truth, it doesn't matter how many perspectives you get. It never changes. It's exactly the same from every angle. So let me give you an example. See, because I know I know this may be, you know, hard to, to I hope it's not, but I hope I'm doing a decent job. But it may be hard to to grasp or understand. It's taking me a while to learn it. But I did a post on Instagram um, this maybe last week. And this was the plot, you know, kind of this what was happening here. And it's, and it's a great example of what happens when we get the right perspective. So in this video that I shared, I didn't create the video. I found it somewhere else. But in this video I shared, basically what was happening is you had, you had a little boy. He's probably eight or nine years old. And in the, in the scene, he's showing up late to class every day. The teacher's waiting on him when he shows up late. It's this guy who's the teacher. And every time he walks in, the little boy puts his hand out. And the teacher's got a, a ruler and 12-inch you know, measuring stick. And he slaps the little boy's hand because he's coming in late to class. Well, it shows that scene, and then the next scene, the little boy comes in, and he looks a little more discouraged. He puts his hand out, and the teacher swats him again and sends him to his, his, his seat. By the third time, the teacher's really frustrated. He's swatting him even more and sending him to his seat. So the little boy's getting more discouraged, and, and the teacher's getting more frustrated because the teacher has a perception that the little boy doesn't care, that the little boy is disrespectful, and that he and the teacher's going to teach him a lesson based on his perspective. Well, after the third time the teacher's coming to school, he sees the little boy pushing his brother in a wheelchair to where he has to be before he can come to the class. And the little boy pushes his brother somewhere, and then he comes out of there. He's got his backpack, and he's sprinting to the class. He gets there as quick as he can. He comes walking in, and the teacher's standing there holding the ruler. But now the teacher has a totally different perspective. Like... He knows why the little boy is coming late now. And so the teacher, instead of swatting, the little boy puts his hand out to be swatted again. And the teacher, instead of swatting the little boy's hand, he sets the ruler in the little boy's hand and he puts his own hand out saying, you need to swat mine. The little boy won't swat his hand. So the teacher bends down, hugs him, gives him a kiss, apologizes, you know. But. As soon as what I thought was so special about it, and the reason I wanted to share the video on Instagram was the moment the teacher saw what was really going on from a totally different perspective. He knew that what he believed was true wasn't true at all. And he wished he'd have never made any of the decisions he made based on the truth that he had. And the teacher, I think the reason he gave him, gave him the ruler to swat his own hand in the video, and they did such a good job illustrating this, is that, is that the, the teacher originally was swatting the little boy's hand because he believed he was being selfish. He believed the little boy was being selfish. But the reality was the teacher was being selfish. Not for swatting the little boy's hand because he thought the little boy was being selfish. If the little boy was really being selfish and he really didn't care, then I would say... The teacher needs to do something to correct that behavior. But the reason that the teacher needed his hand swatted is he was the one who was being selfish. Not for swatting his hand, but, but for not asking why. Not having the courage to ask the little boy, hey, you know, before you start swatting his hand, why don't you ask him, hey, you know, I notice you're late all the time. Why, why do you come in late? And if the truth is because he doesn't care, you know, I think sometimes we don't ask these questions because we're afraid gonna, somebody's going to make something up or they're going to do different things. But we can, but the truth reveals itself. If you ask, and the truth is he doesn't care, you can still do something to try to correct the boy's behavior. You're not giving up that ability. But if the truth is because his brother, 
is in a wheelchair and he's having to take him to class first, you don't give the little boy a swat. You give him give him an award. You know, you give him praise. And so the teacher was being selfish for not having the guts, the courage, or whatever it was. And maybe his life was busy. We all have a thousand reasons why. But my point is this. Perspective is so important. And and I think it takes something from us. All, all, all love takes something from us. But it never costs us more than not loving is going to cost us. And, and that we need to seek why. We need to seek to understand before we make decisions. Because when we get the right perspective all of a sudden we want to make a totally different decision. And the best time to do that is before you make the decision, not after. Now, sometimes we make the best decision we can with what we have, and it's still the wrong decision. In that case, we got repentance, and that's a beautiful thing. But you got, um, me and Tammy were talking about this before I came in here, and, and, and so we had a few different personal stories, but I wanted to talk about, she's going to touch on just a couple of things, but I wanted to just, just talk about, Real life things, because I think this plays out at work, plays out in our families, it plays out in in our in our, in relationships between husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, all that stuff. It's like all the time. This is why I was saying it's one of the most important ones. Like the thing that we all do all day long, every day, is we we perceive what we think is going on based on what somebody's saying, doing, and how they're acting. And based off, if we aren't careful, based off of our perception, we make decisions about how we're going to treat them, what we're going to do, what we're going to say to them, all, all these different things. And if, we, if we're not careful and we don't have the courage to ask why and seek to understand first, then we make our, all our decisions based on a flashlight, not a, not a star, based on a lie, not the truth. And, and so I think, well, let's talk about, you know, what you had uh, jotted down, and, and I'm wondering if you're going to bring out. She had a couple of them for me the other day. I was like, I don't know if y'all tell them about. I've been that bad lately, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but anyway, and, and she's got some scripture for us. The one thing I was just thinking of um, was, you know, we're coming into our busy season at Shields, and I I think for like the past probably week leading up to Black Friday. I felt like you were like just being kind of dismissive towards me or, you know, not really wanting to be around me or just, you know, just not lovey, you know. <laughs> um, and I think, so in my mind, I was thinking, okay, well, well then I'm just going to stay away, you know, <laughs> stay away from, just stay back. But I had to think, you know, I had to remind myself, that you have all this weight on your shoulders of, you know, the busy season at Shields of Strength and just everybody that, all of our amazing staff, you know, that depends on you for everything. And so I think, you know, in relationship, that's just one example of perception versus reality. And um, I'm glad that we didn't let that kind of affect us for very long, you know, that um, we came together and, you know, hashed it out. And, you know, my perception was that you were being dismissive and, you know, you know, not wanting to be around me, but it wasn't butthole, that at all. Right? Yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't right. that at all. So. Yeah, but so that's what happens. Maybe not exactly that, but that's what happens. So what when 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 we do that, it started with me. 
I would say, you know, probably, you know, I, I'm, I'm not doing a good enough job of, of communicating to you. I'm not upset. I mean, if, if I can perceive that, that you're not happy and I'm willing to go wonder why, what, what the heck did I do? You know? And then I can go, yeah. Then, then I can let you know ahead of time, Hey, I'm not upset. Um, whatever. I got a lot on my mind, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. That would be best case scenario. Next best case scenario is in the, in y'all's relationships or whatever's going on is that is, is what you did. Um, because you know, where you go, Hey, maybe this is what's going on. Maybe he's not really mad at me. Maybe he's not really, um, doesn't want to be around me. Maybe, maybe this other stuff's going on. And so you handle it because of that, you make different decisions. And we, when we talk and, and everything becomes clear and we have the, we all have the, uh, a clear perspective of what's going on and, and everybody's fine. It's like, you know, but where it goes wrong is you think that, and so you're, and so you feel like, Hey, I'm being dismissive. So you're like, okay, I'm just going to back away. And then from my, from my perspective, I'm talking about just my perspective, not yours, the flashlight stuff. Um, I'm just going, wow, I got a lot going on. And now she's being mm-hmm. rude to me. And I didn't ask you why I just kind of stepped back. So yeah, well, that, I was, that was my fault too. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think, I, uh, if you did, I don't think it. I didn't. I might not have even caught it, you know. So you've been lovely. <laughs> you know what I mean, that's all I'm saying. You're doing fine, but um, but what I'm but the point I'm trying to make is in relationships. We've done this before, and everybody does before. We did it, you know, riding down the road, it all exploded, and, you know, in forty five, well, thirty minutes or less. One time we told that story, but it's it's not having the right perspective. Then you make a decision. Then from my single-minded perspective, I make my decision. And then we're both being selfish and we're both pushing each other away when it's not because we want to. It's not because um, it's not because you have two bad people who want to be selfish. It's because they they just don't see the truth. They're, they have they have a poor perspective, and they're making their decisions based off of those per- perspectives. And if we don't break out of that. And shake this loose. Like the sooner, the better. In this case, with you and I, like this ain't gone for hardly any time at all. Mm-hmm. But you let this go on for days, and then weeks, and then months, and then years, and man, it just it just causes so much damage. Mm-hmm. And 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 you find yourself in this place where you're going, you know, okay, what am I supposed to do? Just let everyone run over me? Well, what you don't realize is no one was trying to run over you to begin with. Y'all may be running over each other. But that wasn't your goal. You know, that's not what you intended to do. That's not that's not what you want to do. You have a bad perspective and you're unwilling. This is where this is where we got to get our hard heads out of the way. We're unwilling to see it from someone else's perspective. We don't care because it really doesn't matter because I'm hurt now. And because I'm hurt, I don't care what anyone else's perspective is. And and I have my own truth and I'm offended. And I don't care, and this is what I'm doing, like it or not. You can do that. No one's going to stop you from doing that. You absolutely have the power to make that decision. But you will live with the consequences. There is absolutely no escape from the consequences of those kinds of decisions. So we want you to, if you're struggling in, in, in anything, relationships at work, at home, in the holidays with family and everybody that's coming around, do your best to get a different perspective. Try to see the truth from different directions. And if it's really the truth, it's, it's just going to solidify what you believe. 
You know, it's gonna you're gonna become more and more confident that hey, this is actually the selfless, loving thing to do because it is based on the truth. And if it's not, if you look from another perspective and it's not, you got to be willing to change your mind. I mean, I, I, normally it's not that hard. Kind of like the teacher, you know, nobody had to tell him, not one other person in that skit had to tell him, hey, man, you shouldn't have been doing that and you ought to do something different. He saw something different and he was like, wow, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And I should have asked. You know, it's my fault that I didn't know. And I want now, all of a sudden, I want to do something completely different. And the beautiful thing in that skit was he, you know, he repented, went to the little boy. It was a cool little deal. If you hadn't seen it, you ought to go to Instagram and watch that, that little clip. You'll know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But um, you got a scripture for us? Yeah, it's in First uh, John 4. The first part is 7 through 12, and then the last part is 16 through 19. Yeah, let me, can I, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt real quick. Me, yeah. yeah, just quickly before you read that. I just want to say, because I should have done this before I asked mm-hmm. you that. I think... Our perspective of who Christ is, who Jesus is, the world's perspective of who he is, is what keeps them from following him, from running after him, from chasing after him, because they have a they have an understanding, a perspective of who he is based on a bunch of selfish Christians like myself. You know, or Christians who, I'm, I'm not bashing Christianity, okay? I'm talking about Christians who are people like me and you and everyone else who who love God but are still shaking off all of our own selfishness. And we've done just things with unknowingly, and sometimes, sometimes just because they're afraid and they just see us different than we even see ourselves. You know, they, they, they think something that's not true. Whatever it is, they have a somehow they end up with a perspective of who Jesus is that is so far from who he really is that if he were who they think he is, I wouldn't want to follow him either. But he's not at all who they think he is. He's somebody completely different. Their problem isn't selfish Christians. Their problem isn't you know what, what we've done to them or, 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 or their perception of us. Their problem is they're unwilling to get a different perspective. And so hopefully, I mean, what you want them to do is to get into God's word and see who is Jesus, not just who these, my, my neighbors act like he is, who is he really? Because if they ever see who he really is, he's a bright shining star. He's like mm-hmm. the illuminating truth that looks exactly the same. I don't care how many directions you look at him from. He is the same. He never changes. He never moves. And he is the truth and the love and the life that you need. You think you need your truth, but your truth's killing you. Mm-hmm. And you look at his truth, and you know immediately that is what I need. And when, when we do a good job as Christians to allow his light to shine through us, they see that in us. We don't always do it. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, we back to the scripture, you're going to read this, because this is a picture, of one of many, of a perspective of who Christ really is. But go ahead with that. I'm sorry I interrupted. Yeah. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world, that we might live through Him. This is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. 
No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Isn't that the best part? Yeah. All right, so so we love because he first loved us. Meaning, when we weren't loving him, mm-hmm. he loved us anyway. And 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 you know, as Christians, we've heard this scripture so many times. But but you know, sometimes I got to stop and reread it and and just go, do I really grasp the love that God has for us? And if if someone really understands what that means. So you have this because they have this mindset. They're, they have this perspective that that Jesus is judgmental, that he's harsh, that um, you know, but that Christians are judgmental and harsh, and we think we're better than other people. And Jesus, think you know, I must have thought he was better than other people, and that I'm low and dirty, and and useless, and that they're high and mighty and something special. And and I, I mean, honestly, before I. Half of my life before I really knew who Christ was, I kind of thought that too. I don't even know where I got it from. It's, I, I just, I just, I had a, a very poor perspective based on my very limited experience. But then, whenever you get to know and you read His Word, you get to know who He is. He's exactly the opposite mm-hmm. of all of that stuff. I mean, Jesus, he, 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 he came. He though he was a king, he came right. and was born into a manger. I mean, all this was for a reason, you know, uh, and, and, and he loved the least of these. And he came to to speak against what we hate, you know, what we all hate. We all hate everybody. somebody that thinks they're high and mighty and better. And, and because of some of the religious thing they do, they think they're more righteous and all these all these things that none of us like. So we don't like Jesus. But we don't even know that Jesus came to say he didn't like that either. And that he came, he came to get rid of that and to show us what love really is. And how did he show us that? By laying down his life. By saying, you know, even before we loved him, he loved us. And then when he loved us, we wanted to love him. And then we strive to love him. And then we fail to love him. And then we love him. And then we fail to love him again. And, and he keeps loving us. And that's who Jesus really is. And so the world has a broken perspective of who he is. So they don't, they don't want him because I'm trying to think of how to say this, but it's like, if, if you believe that's who he is, I understand why you don't want him. That's your problem is not who he is. Your problem is who you believe he is. Mm-hmm. And if you ever understand who he really is, you're going to want him. I believe. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. John three sixteen to seventeen oh, yeah. is amazing. Wrap to, it up with this. Yeah, because I think that a lot of people feel like Jesus came to bring condemnation on all of us and this this says it beautifully. It's for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You said that so well. Like I'm glad you wrapped it up like that. Condemnation. That's mm-hmm. the, that, I think that's the, I always felt God would condemn me mm-hmm. because I knew he should. Right. Right? We all know he should. Like we all know we, we've earned condemnation. And the world condemns us for the things we've done that have earned our condemnation. And so then we think God's going to do the same thing because of our perspective. But he does exactly the opposite. John 3, 17. We always hear John 3, 16, but John 3, 17 right. is like, 16 is awesome. It's, yeah. it's like, don't leave out 17. Yeah. Read that one more time. We'll end it. 17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Right? Thank, Thank you, Jesus. G- yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Because I, de- I deserve the condemnation. That's right. But it came as our sacrifice. Yeah. So make sure you're getting more perspectives. And if you want to know how to do that, I think the best place to start is to just consider why first. If you just consider why, sometimes you don't even have to ask why. You know why. Um, you just weren't going to consider it, and you didn't want you didn't want to because you didn't want to do something different. Kind of did want to do what you want to do, you know. But consider why, and if you don't know why, ask why. And if what you believe was the truth, it's only going to become it's only going to become more obvious. It really is the truth from every perspective. It never moves. It's like the bright shining star. And if you check and it's not, you need to drop the anchor mm-hmm. and consider making a different decision. So that you don't live with a lot of regret and, and shame. We got repentance. That's a beautiful thing. You know, but we still hurt people, and we still gotta we still gotta live it down. So, um, to some degree, you know, we gotta shake it off. So, um, till next time, trust God's word, no matter what, and keep your eyes on the horizon. Thanks for listening to the Right Fight podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, The Right Fight, for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com, Audible, and all digital platforms. If you have any questions for the podcast. You can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject. And make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.